Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Betsy. Hey, Don. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. So take me through as far as this push we see it's a new day in philadelphia we i know we have new may we had a new mayor in chicago very different atmosphere there but what what are the reviews thus far of this push for recruitment when we look at how far we're down sherelle parker wants to hire at least 300 right off the bat as you look at what's happening here here in philadelphia what do you see well, I see some hope in Philadelphia, to be quite honest. You know, now, you know, there's there's other issues, of course. I mean, you know, your new mayor um, still has some far-left ideas. But um, mm-hmm. when she talks about uh, hiring police officers and also talks about allowing them to do their job, um I think that's reason for a lot of hope. And that's something that we're, we're not just seeing in Philadelphia, we're seeing around the country. And, uh, you know, people are talking about, you know, this year of 2024, where now, again, you can look at small uh, wins in some blue cities like Chicago, where they can say, well, you know, our homicides were down a little bit. But what we've got to do with those numbers is we've got to go back to 2018, 2019, and see what our crime rate was, um, and then look at 20, you know, 2020, 2021, um, where when these were these numbers were at all time highs, um, and uh, and then look at you know the slight downtick in some areas, but even where violent crime like homicide is slightly down crimes like carjacking and retail theft are again going Mm -hmm. through the roof but i see in philadelphia i see some some reason for hope Mm -hmm. yeah you know last hour i had done an interview and talked about in a suburban county uh there was an officer who was who suffered a stroke i guess on the job and because there was not really a mechanism in place to provide full pay for the individual, um, they they were trying. The city was trying to help out that officer and pay full pay rather than you know the sixty sixty plus percent of pay. Those kinds of issues I I see too often where officers are injured on the job or suffer some kind of heart attack, emergency, that sort of thing on the and it's job related. There's no question. And, and so, uh, you know, then the, the department sometimes tries, tries to help that person and their family as much as they can. 
should we do a, a better job of looking at law enforcement, the pay structure, as well as the disability insurances to say, hey, if you're injured in any way, you suffer a heart attack that's job-related or a stroke that's job-related, or God forbid you're shot or injured, why not say you get full pay until you can get better so that your family has that peace of mind? Am I crazy to say that? Well, no, you're you're not crazy at all. And this very much varies agency to agency, state to state. You know, you can go you can go online and look at um how many line of duty heart attack deaths mm-hmm. there were, yes. for example, in the United States. Um but there there are organizations like the National Police Association. We're working with a Nevada uh detective right now who was hurt in a car crash in the line of duty. I mean, catastrophically injured. She cannot return to police work. And yet she's having to fight her sheriff tooth and nail just to access her earned benefits. And we see this all around the country. There's another uh, law enforcement organization. I happen to sit on their board called the Wounded Blue. And unfortunately, they exist solely because Police officers who are often injured in the line of duty um, are not. Everybody thinks, oh, they're totally taken care of. Uh, Very often they're not. And, you know, a lot of this is because workers' compensation laws are not really written for, uh, you know, for a job like police work. Now, there is some legislation, um, and, for example, it's starting to work its way across the country. It's in Texas right now where presumably if you're a police officer in Texas, the agency uh, recognizes that your heart, physically your heart, is part of you as a police officer. And should that heart become damaged, it's going to be presumed to be uh, an on-duty injury. Now, I want people to think about this, and this is something you and I have talked about. Mm When we talk about, and I think this was happening in Philadelphia, you often hear, uh, well, we're going to lower physical standards, mm-hmm. right? When you lower physical mm-hmm. standards, you get a less physically fit candidate. So this is one of the main reasons why you want a recruit, a police recruit, to be as physically fit as possible and we want to encourage that physical fitness uh, year after year after year as they continue to serve. So that's why when you hear something like, oh, the police department, um, you know, they're going to pay their officers for an hour a day to go to the gym or we're going to build a gym at a police station, things like that. That's why. It's mm-hmm. not for a vanity reason. So, I mean, this issue is is complicated, but police work, is at the same time a sedentary job. We spend a lot of time sitting in front of a computer. If you're a detective, you sit in a patrol car if you're a patrol officer. But then you have to be ready for very explosive physical activity, running into a foot pursuit, you know, chasing after a bad guy that you're trying to arrest. And uh, and so this is where that conundrum uh, comes from. So encouraging officer fitness should begin right at the hiring process. Yes. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and I'm, I'm looking at a poster for the Philadelphia Police Department, Our City Needs You. It's a bright 
blue background with a beautiful sort of gold lettering. Our city needs you to protect, to show compassion, to inspire. And this is for Philadelphia police for recruitment. And so it has begun and now it goes until February 2nd. And in big letters, it writes starting salary, $61,888. The reason, Betsy, that that number stuck out to me is that recently we found out that one of, not not all, but one of the, the multiple DEI officers, this particular DEI person was um, a newly created position during the pandemic and made her salary, and she was recently let go, but apparently they're looking to replace the position, but her salary is nearly three times that starting salary that they're offering for a Philadelphia cop. To me, that is insanity. Well, you know, we're seeing now that DEI, diversity, equity, which doesn't mean what you think it means, and inclusion, is starting to be abandoned by Fortune 500 companies, that they're, yeah. they're these these company owners are stepping away, recognizing that this is a terrible idea. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. For private business. We found out with Harvard and Claudine Gay that it's a terrible idea for academia. Why would that be a good idea for a public organization? And if you're going to have a police officer who's in charge of uh, DEI, why would they make more than three times what a police officer does who is working the midnight shift going to domestics uh, in dangerous neighborhoods? It, it seems absolutely ludicrous. So, you know, again, hopefully with your new city administration, those things will change. We can't elevate people like that, especially lauding them over the working men and women of the streets. Police work is a, it's a hard job. It's also an incredibly rewarding job, but if you're going to um, be issued a badge and a gun, you know what? You should spend some time on the street. You should spend some time in the worst neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You should spend some time doing real police work. I wonder if this DEI person has ever done that citizens need to ask remember citizens need to remember you ultimately choose your police leaders how do you do that by voting yes so ultimately the police you know uh leadership ultimately your city leadership they're responsible to you they work for you and so you need to make your 
your uh, your thoughts known. Yeah, and what as far as and I know there there have been times when I would report on all the new technology that's going on as far as body cameras or that technology that's kind of like a, a Spider-Man net that you would shoot out. Mm-hmm. So we have all, we just had another high speed police chase that was from Philadelphia and the suspect, they ultimately caught the suspect in a suburban County, but it's this Spider-Man looking net thing and they just, and they, <laughs> and they can, you know, capture the suspect and then they don't have to have the mm-hmm. contact. They don't have to have to draw their gun or their, you know, taser or any of that. What about technology and law enforcement as far as different tools that officers can use on the street? Well, we have made incredible advances in technology. The the uh, um, the uh, one thing that you're talking about is something called Bola Wrap, and uh, and it is fascinating. It's it's basically a net that shoots out of a taser like um, weapon. I've actually you know, seen it demonstrated. I know the guy who's in charge of uh, training for Bolinet, who, by the way, is a Pennsylvanian. <laughs> and uh, um, it's fantastic. There's another product where you basically shoot it out during a high-speed pursuit, and that net uh, can capture one of the wheels um, or the bumper of the vehicle and stop that vehicle. So it's great technology. Plus, we, you know, of course we have drones and other less lethal things. Um, but, you know, so much of police work is done uh, just like, you know, similar to war fighting, one-on-one, yeah. on the ground. And, um, um, you know, we've so we have to have people that are going to make good constitutional decisions that are going to know the law and that are going to be fit enough, both mentally, and that's huge, and physically fit enough to make those decisions and then follow through. And I want people to understand as well, when you talk about some of this new, this great technology that we have, it costs money. Yeah. So when you've defunded your police department, yeah. you've whacked the police budget. Remember, 90% of your police budget is uh, personnel costs. And, uh, um, you know, which is not just salary, but, of course, you know, everything from, you know, insurance and and, uh, pensions and vacations and things like that. Um, You know, but technology is expensive. Equipment is expensive. And when you look at the officer shot, the officers killed, one of the things we desperately need is more and better training. And that costs money, too. Betsy Brandt. Betsy Brantner-Smith, thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, my friend, thank you. Thank you, Don, for having me. We appreciate your support (laughs) of law enforcement. We appreciate you, National Police Association. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.